Hey everybody, Tyree here with Before I Forget. We're back for another show today. Just me. This is another song by Saza. No victim. So let's get into today's show, yeah? So, on today's episode of Before I Forget, hopefully everyone that's on the 3M earplug lawsuit has gotten their information from their lawyers in the mail. We need to go ahead and fill those out and have those in. Remember, the faster you fill out those inf- that information, the faster you get paid. That's the whole point behind all these little things that I've been trying to put out to you guys. I really want everyone to be able to have their fair share at the proper amount of money they should get. I know that sounds crazy. Like, why do you want people to get their fair share of money? Well, I'm people. So there's nothing wrong with that. So hopefully you've been doing everything that you need to do to stay up with this lawsuit. I believe the 8th of November is the last day to turn in any documentation that you might have to prove that you have injuries. Because there's a separate fund that you guys may not know about. It's the E, I'm sorry, um, EFI fund, EIF fund, something like that. It's additional money that veterans will get if they have proven injury, such as tinnitus. So that's a good thing to keep up with you guys. So on today's show, I wanted to give a unbiased look at everything going on in Gaza. In saying that, I also want to give a little bit of history, okay? This is this is Tyree actually trying and studying and getting his shit together before a show. So, this is my take, not my take, this is my, me educating you the best I can on the situation going on there, if you haven't been able to keep up. So, in the late 19th century, Jewish immigrants uh, immigrated to Palestine and began... Uh, during the late 19th century as a part of the Zionist movement uh, with goals of establishing Jewish, a Jewish homeland. Some years after that, there was a declaration called the Belfort Declaration which issued by the British government during World War I which expressed support in establishing a national home for Jewish people in Palestine. So... There was no actual land yet. They're just kind of dividing things up, saying, hey, let's give these people some land. Also, during this time, it was the British mandate. All right. It's a League of Nations granted Britain the mandate to govern Palestine after World War One. So you can't even govern your own place. You're basically forced to follow these people the Palestine people were uh, screwed from the jump in my opinion but it's a lot of screwing going on man so let's keep on uh, keeping on with this the UN proposed a plan to partition Palestine into separate Jewish and Arab states the plan was accepted by the Jewish leaders but rejected by the Arab leaders it's just button heads man we had a plan to fucking have all this shit fixed up and what's the deal this is back in 1948. All right. In 1948, also, the creation of the Gaza Strip was done. Egypt controlled Gaza 
while Jordan controlled the occupied West Bank. The parties that are involved in this particular thing is Israel, Palestine, Hamas, other Palestinian groups, international community. It's a bunch of people. This is why people are afraid that this might turn into World War III because so many people are involved and it's one of those fights that just keeps on going and going and going. The cause of the current conflict. Let's talk about that. So on October 7th, Hamas which is a Palestine political military organization that controls the Gaza Strip. They attacked some settlement, not settlements, uh, kibbutzes. I may be saying this wrong. Places where, like neighborhoods where Jewish people were living and killed thousands, a thousand people, a thousand plus. Completely unprovoked. It was a fucked up terrorist attack. It's not the Palestinian people doing this although some people in Hamas may be Palestinian automatically the Israel folks you know they want revenge after what happened um, as a person looking at from the outside in like I understand fully both sides you just want land a place where you can call home but you just keep fucking with each other Mainly, and let's be honest, especially now with the, the way this thing is going, these bombing campaigns, the, the way the U.S. is asking these people to chill out, Israel is looking like the, the ass here. I mean, be mad if you want to from me saying this, but it's the truth. Um, I watched on the news that, you know, they're just letting bombs fly. They're killing people in hospitals. They're doing all kind of crazy shit. Not giving these people a chance to escape. Um... I think it's slowly evolving into a fucking war crime, man. This is me saying, I think. These tensions have been going on in this place for forever. So it's not like we're all going to have a magic wand to fix shit. It's just not going to happen like that. And hopefully you guys understand that. I'm not sitting here trying to say I have the answers for anything, but I'm just trying to give you my viewpoint on all this stuff. So in reading all this stuff and trying to understand exactly what this what the deal is here, um, it, it's crazy to see all the different countries getting involved now. I mean, the U.S. said we're not going to put boots on the ground, but we got ships in the harbors, man, and they're knocking down drones. Like, we're involved, whether you want to say it or not. And uh, it just sucks. Like, uh, personally... If you were born in the 80s, you've kind of known nothing but war. They they say that we're the, the weaker generation, but man, we've been fucking fighting wars for years and years and years. The Gulf War. Um, everything that went on with that. You know, it was a short conflict because we were just overpowered, but, you know, that was the start of my understanding of war as a little kid. Years later, I'd be fighting in the same place, but that year, that war goes on for almost 20 years. Behind a war that's going on in Afghanistan simultaneously. Like, our kids know nothing but war right now, and it's the same thing for that area over there. We, our kids may not know how to understand real war, but those people over there, 
they're in the middle of it, man. Um, saw a, a hospital get hit and something like 500 people get killed. It's just a terrible, uh, terrible thing to see on the news in a place where you think, you know, things shouldn't be like that. Personally, that's how I feel about it. Um, I, I don't know what to say, man. The Israeli people, I feel for you. Like, I, I want you guys to get the people who are responsible for terrorizing you. We were in the same boat as them a, a couple years ago with the 9-11 attacks and going to Iraq for whatever reason instead of going to Afghanistan and staying there and fighting that out. Um, the same kind of thing is going on there. Like They're not fighting the Hamas folks in, uh, directly. It's more of a let's blow up the neighborhood and hope we get them. And that's a fucked up way to fight because you know there's kids in that neighborhood. I don't really know what the uh, answer to any of this stuff is. Hamas wants the end of the occupation. Israel wants no more terrorist attacks. I think maybe the best solution might be a two-state system. Like, if this is your land, this is your land. That's it. That's the bottom line. We're not going to fight over this shit for another 2,000 years. Even though you're going to fight over it anyway. At least let's knock that part out of of the fight out. Okay. Fuck. And it's the same thing with America and Russia right now with everything going on in Ukraine. That's a tough deal too. You know, like we're on the brink of some crazy stuff and we're trying to hold it together. But man, I, I think it's getting more and more difficult. People are getting fatigued with helping out Ukraine with American money. So slowly, those funds are going to start to disappear and slowly it's going to be a little bit tougher for them to defend their homeland. Uh, Russia can sit there and send people to the meat grinder forever until somebody gets tired and I don't think they're going to get tired of it. it sucks. But we're kind of in the middle of that one, too. I mean, we're not actually shooting down missiles, but our missiles are shooting down missiles. It's like a test ground for everything that we have going on. And then they say lately, um, because of everything that's going on in Gaza, people here in the U.S. should keep their eyes open for terrorist attacks. Um, I don't think they said it was an imminent thing, but just stay on your P's and Q's. You know how people do shit, you know. It's never a, a good time to just chill out, man. Everyone's to fucking blow shit up. Everyone should fucking have a fucking joint. I think that if everyone just had a little bit of weed, cannabis if you will, you'd be alright, man. You chill out with all this fucking war stuff. We figure out this land shit and then we plant corn on it and call it a day. You know what I'm saying? And then sell the corn. Hell yeah. So let's talk about the psychological uh, trauma that's going on in the middle of this shit. So I saw a 
child. He had to have been no more than four or five years old, and he's just sitting there in shock. A Palestinian kid. Complete shock of uh, the building that he was in was hit by a missile and collapsed. Whole family dead. Flip side, I saw something very similar when Hamas attacked those neighborhoods and killed all those people and I saw a child that managed to get away from everyone in shock and it was the same look the Palestinian kid had you guys are fucking traumatizing these kids and this is just perpetrating more and more of this shit that they're gonna continue with those kids are gonna grow up pissed off and start all over again but that's where we are as a as a civilization you know let's fucking let's fight about it so right now the if you live in Gaza there's a bunch of places or the, there's no supplies coming in or out for anybody that's why people are considering this whole thing a war crime You can't exactly tell people, hey, you got five days to leave and then start bombing them after two, after you lock the door and don't let them go. And then you turn off the water and then you don't feed them and you don't give them any ability to stay warm or anything like that. It's fucking hell. It's terrible that people, civilians know this life. No civilian should know war like that. That's why it fucks me up whenever there's a shooting here in America. No civilian should know that sort of anger. Like, if you don't know this, men are capable of doing some really terrible shit. I've seen that with the army, combat, and I've seen that with the police investigating these crimes of people in a rage the crazy shit that they do terrible so the key right now is to prepare your family for whatever could be coming right you got to be a good father, a good husband, a good mother, a good daughter, son, all that shit. Take care of your family. Try to have a plan for shit just in case because you never know. I think I think I say that a lot, but, you know, I really do mean it. We've been asking for a ceasefire. And for that whole situation, not just us, but a bunch of different countries, it's, uh, I wish they could just slow down and stop and think about it, what they're doing. Netanyahu, he's the guy who's doing this shit right now, like, fucking chill out for a second. Like, I understand it was a fucked up reason for you to even start doing this, but let's stop and let's help the people who need help. Help the people who are uninvolved in this shit get out of there. Give them proper medical aid. Give them some fucking gas for so they can get around, man. Like, little shit. Shit that every human should have 
you're depriving those people of that. So, you know, and that's a fact. It's not a, that's not my opinion. That's what's going on there. And he's refusing to stop. Same shit with fucking Russia. Fucking chill out, man. Back the fuck off of the, of the Ukraine. I feel bad for Zelensky. But I also understand our standpoint as Americans. Like, uh, we can't continue to pay for this. Some other folks got to pitch in, I guess. I don't know. But hey, I yacked on and on for a minute. And I'm going to not yak anymore. And end this show. Because I've said enough. So... Thank you for listening to Before I Forget. Please like, listen, share, subscribe. In the very near future, we're going to have, and I keep saying this, and I got confirmation yesterday, we're going to have some Ukrainian folks who've been in the middle of that situation, and they're going to chit-chat with us. Hopefully Kevin could be in with this one too. Um, That's all I got to say, man. Thank you for listening to Before I Forget. This song is the Red Hot Chili Peppers, The Heavy Wind. Hey, Doc. 